world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Welcome to, uh, uh, you know, the thing. The thing. That I do, uh, what's his name? Every, uh, um. The thing. I gotta um, ask someone. I'm only allowed to talk Talk to you. Questions till they turn my mic off. Right, Uh, yeah. But right now we're okay, so I'm gonna do the thing. for Gun for Hire Radio episode five, tree, nine. I got some, uh, intel for you all. Uh, People are finding the two new entrances to the range, but we will be releasing (laughs) a short film (laughs) of people pulling on the doors, screaming through the crack of the door. Human nature never ceases to amaze me. The crack in the old sliding door is about an eighth of an inch. I'm in my office, (laughs) and I hear, I go out, I open the door, I say, can I help you? Yeah, why is the door locked? Uh-huh. A couple minutes later, I put him in the right direction. And, you oh, should have really confiscated his firearms that. at that I point. I didn't see that. But we're getting better. Yeah. So, <laughs> save the date. Tuesday, uh-huh. October 5th, uh-huh. from 2 p.m. till 8 p.m. Tuesday, October 5th, 2 p.m. to 8 p.m., six hours. Gun for Hire, grand reopening. Nice. The highlights. If you have poker chips, each one, reach one. There's people out there that have 50, 60 poker chips, Sandy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bring the poker chips. We will have massive giveaways for those poker chips, okay? You will get the poker chips back. We just need to count how many you have to to decide how many chances you're going to get towards the raffles. Uh, tip of the spear will be uh, the winner will be called out and the person will win the seven foot Spartan Dory, an autographed book by me and a photo with me and Henry Monteferrant, nice. uh, who made the Dory. Uh, Cynthia, the empanada lady, will be there from two in the afternoon till 8 p.m. with a delectable assortment of empanadas. Nice. Uh, sip and swirl. Old-fashioned ice cream, Sandy, will Good be there stuff. with his 1942 ice cream truck. How cool is that? And uh, we designed a flavor, uh, the Gun for Hire flavor, which is coffee rum chip. Nice. And it will have a Gun for Hire label on it, and it will be available. And uh, that's Jed, by the way, from Sip and Swirl. And we invite, we are inviting, they didn't get an invitation yet, every one of the quarantine crawl businesses, food, business product or service is invited to come out tuesday october 5th from 2 to 8 p.m and do like a mini trunk show matt will be sending an email out you can bring uh brochures you can bring business cards like fairfield uh fishing i told them 
why don't you have a giveaway with your business cards yeah, to it? Yeah, sure. And, you know, give them out to people or something. Yeah. So this is going to be like a quarantine crawl, grand reopening, customer uh, appreciation day. Nice. So uh, October 5th, 2 to 8 p.m. And it'll be going on all day. You don't have to stay the whole six hours. Come in, turn in your chips, you know, get the count of your chips or whatever. Have a bite to eat. I picked the empanada latest time instead of Richie from uh, Have Pig Will Travel because... A, I want to support her. I just went to Vet Fest last Sunday to support uh, homeless veterans, and uh, the empanada lady donated her services for oh, the whole day. Oh, that's nice. That's great. Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? You're in. Uh, and, of course, they're like, both both of the vendors are like, we're not going to charge you the hourly rate. We're just going to charge you for product. We're not going to charge I'm like, whatever. I don't want it for free. Mr. Cupcakes, Johnny, is like, what am I bringing? I'm like, whatever you want. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be full of surprises. It'll be casual. Come with your friends. Come with your family. Stay for 10 minutes. Stay for the whole six hours. I really don't care. I just want to welcome you. And if you can't figure out how to get in <laughs> with the two new doors, then you're going to miss the party. I apologize in advance. Uh, you know, the, uh, the short story that I'm uh, producing, Necessary Evil, it will be wrapping up uh, in this week. And then uh, Jamal will be finishing the final production for it. And uh, Kareem Hayes, obviously, he wrote the book Necessary Evil, and you can Google it, and you can buy the book if you want. You can also, if you Google Necessary Evil GoFundMe, they're also looking for more donations. Uh, but I'll be there for all the awards and stuff. I can't wait. I'm so excited about this. I got to add producer to my, uh, my quiver now, too. I guess I'm a, almost a renaissance man at 60. Um, it feels pretty good to support those who support you. you know? Yes, sir. Uh, so you guys might want to check that out. I just, I'm not going to get into detail right now. I want to talk about, uh, just go to nrapvf.org, nrapoliticalvictoryfund.org, and go into the grades for all of our political hacks, uh, the people that think they rule our lives, because in fact right now they are uh, ruling our lives. And uh, uh, Gary Allison sent me an email. A friend of his, Jonathan Sammons, is running for uh, Gloucester County Sheriff, Okay. This guy's a military vet, 82nd Airborne, and he's studying to be a nurse. He also works at Bob's Little Sports Shop in Glassboro. He's a certified armor instructor, blah, 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 blah. But uh, if you're in Gloucester County, the Jonathan Sammons is a true blue American and pro-gun, uh, and he's running for Gloucester County Sheriff. So uh, support those who support you. You know, what we, what we talk about on this show all the time is, is telling with the country, but before we get into uh, big tech, for some of you that aren't aware, there's a missing persons case going on in Long Island. Are you aware of it, Sandy? I am not, no. So this young girl, uh, Gabby uh, Petito, is 22 years old from uh, Long Island. Her and her boyfriend, who are 23 years old, about four months ago, they bought a little Ford Transit van, and they're going to embark on a cross-country journey. And her parents uh, stopped receiving texts and stuff from her. And a couple days later, her boyfriend pulls up at his parents' house with the van in Florida without her and locks himself in his parents' house and immediately lawyers up. Wow. And it's three or four days right now, and nobody knows where she is. And they haven't, they haven't brought him in for questioning yet. I don't understand why. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> so they're trying to find out where this girl is, what happened to her. It seems they had a couple of major fights together. Utah, the Moabi police were out there. We saw body camp footage and everything. But 
you know, like the parents are on TV and they're like literally crying and stuff because they have no idea where their 22-year-old daughter is. And the guy who was last with her isn't talking to anybody. Wow. Um, kind of interesting. Yeah. You know, uh, interesting dynamic. And I don't know. I know. I know we're all different people and we come from different backgrounds, but... I probably would have. Uh, I probably would have gotten to their house in Florida and gotten some answers by now. Yeah, probably. Yeah, with a you know pair of tweezers and a blowtorch. Yeah, correct. Two of correct. your favorite uh, so, persuasion. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, you know, it's kind of weird that this happened. You know. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I would probably would have driven down and maybe three o'clock in the morning I would have went into the house and I would have left with some kind of answers. But but I know you're not supposed to be a vigilante or do anything. You know, uh, allegedly I would do something like allegedly, that. Scott yeah. Bach would inter intervene right. and he say, would yeah. you know, allegedly. allegedly. And uh, <laughs> so let, I pray for the girl. You know, maybe uh, maybe she is still alive and well. But from the way it looks right now, mm, it doesn't, yeah, look, doesn't really look good. too good. But yeah, this 23-year-old kid's got some splaining to do. So, Sandy, you know, we've been saying this all along about how um, the the third tier is us, the law-abiding, tax-paying citizens. And uh, the second tier is the legals and the criminals. And the first tier is the anointed elites, Hollywood, political class, rich people. And... Uh, the press secretary came out and said it this week that all of the illegals surging the border do not need to be vaccinated, but all the law-abiding, tax-paying citizens, third tier, need to be vaccinated. <laughs> now, I'm not getting into the pro-vax, anti-vax thing, but I'm just saying is if you're going to come to this country illegally and, you know, our president's locking us down and, you know— yelling at other governors for being irresponsible and stuff i i don't think there's anybody more irresponsible than our own federal government right now yeah because it's not our own federal government no i don't know who it is it's uh it seems like a rogue government has taken over the united states government a rogue marxist government it's yeah it's i mean the indoctrination from the schools is finally reaping what it sowed sure yeah you've right? got a, a a general the joint chiefs of staff who is a probably a devout Marxist who, uh, you know, uh, pushes Marxist theory and who is, uh, you know, loves the whole Marxism thing and makes phone calls to uh, our enemies. Uh, and uh, the biggest threat to our country is white rage. Of course it is. Yes. Yeah. You're putting us to a point where we're going to have white rage by by doing this, by splitting everybody up, by going back to segregation. That's part of the Marxist playbook, right? Correct. Yeah. So the Wall Street Journal published this expose about Facebook, and Facebook is red hot about it. I don't know if you've heard about it, Sandy. No, I haven't. Okay, well, here's the first one for the three-tier system. Facebook says its rules apply to all, but company documents reveal a secret elite that's exempt. <laughs> okay, How long we, have you been saying this? Yeah, we've, and we've known this forever with Twitter, right? Yeah. Who gets the blue check marks in Twitter? Who never right. gets their accounts taken down right. or locked? Right. It is right. always the radical left elites. So some excerpts of what they found in these documents from Facebook, leaked documents. 
we are not actually doing what we say we do publicly. <laughs> Facebook routinely makes exemptions for powerful people. Okay? The problem is pervasive, touching almost every area of the country. Facebook says there's rules to apply to all, but company documents reveal a secret elite that's exempt. Animal Farm. Okay, exactly. Animal Farm. All, people, all, all animals are equal, but some animals are more equal than others, right? That's right. So it's been uncovered. It's been uncovered that, that this is what's going on, and certain people can pretty much do or post anything they want. Somebody like me, I get contact warning and warnings every second of every minute of every hour of every day. I lost my Twitter account. I'm shadow banned on Facebook. I'm shadow banned on Instagram. I started a TikTok uh, account just for giggles and shit, Sandy. Yeah. And some of my videos got 300,000 views, and I ended up getting 5,000 followers like in, in two days, right? Yeah. Right. And then guess what happens? Ooh. I go to turn my account on and there's no account. <laughs> 24 hours later, my account comes back on. Everything's been stripped. Unbelievable. All right. And I started it again. I want to see how long it lasts. All I did was post some videos of firearms training. Unbelievable. Okay. Now, YouTube. I have almost 50,000 followers on YouTube. I have videos that have 17 million views. I am not allowed to monetize because I am in the violence industry. <laughs> no, you're preventing the violence industry um, by training people to uh, safely use firearms to protect themselves and enjoy the shooting sports. Correct. So here's another one. Facebook just got beat up again. All right. Internal Facebook documents reveal companies' 2018 algorithmic changes making users more hostile. Mm. Facebook is defending its decision to make changes that may have made the platform's users more hostile towards each other. This is a big social experiment. These social media companies and our government and our military leaders are all in lockstep. And you people out there, we are pawns. This is a big game to create this division, to break what little unity we had in this country from when Martin Luther King stepped forward and took action that nobody else had the seeds to do. And 50 years later, after MLK broke uncharted mm. territory, yep. they are reversing it all because they want yep. us fighting against each other in tribalism. Yeah, and it's all for a reason. All you have to do is look at the underlying facet of all this. You can't get done what the agenda of the World Economic Forum is and have anything happen in the United States is the biggest block, which is why I believe, personally, they had to get rid of the Trumpmeister. That's why they had to get rid of him. He was in the way. So here are three tiers. Facebook denies having two systems of justice for users. Yeah. Okay, okay they probably have more than two systems, <laughs> yeah, all right? exactly right. So Facebook staffers in 2018 reportedly flagged this post, 21 things that almost all white people are guilty of saying. And it had racist undertones in it. When it was alerted by Facebook's censors, um, um, they let it run. They let it run because they want to increase the race imagine? agitation. Can you imagine if you inserted anything else into that post? Anything else instead of white people? 
yellow people, red people, green Black people, people are, Chinese people, right. uh, uh, Catholic, Protestant, right. Muslim. Right. Well, well, no, you're allowed to pick on Asians. You're allowed to pick on yeah, Jews. Yeah, that's well, too. that's true. So, yeah, Jews are know, Asians. I, I, really. ju- I don't get it. I don't. I don't or yeah, Italians I don't get it. are fair game for whatever reason. Have always been. You know. Listen. Everybody out there, you, you got to look at this shit and realize this is one of the reasons why it's happening. I mean, let's face it. They're put, they put fences around Congress and the White House again because supposedly there's a, uh, yeah. uh, another conservative rally right. this weekend. Yeah. You know, all of those people that were involved in what they call the January 6th insurrection, which people are saying, we have Democratic politicians saying it's worse than September 11th was. Of but course. Let's yeah. just call it Fort Pelosi. Right, right. Might it as should well. just be Fort Pelosi. Yeah, what What sure. does it mean when the government is afraid of its people? Uh, yeah. At what exactly. point are we at now? Yeah, we are. Maybe at that you're not doing point. what yeah. we say. Right. Maybe you shouldn't be letting three hundred thousand illegals cross our southern border that get free money and don't fall under our laws. This is a banana republic. Yes. Yes, they do no longer represent us on both sides. Right. Okay, Lindsey Graham, I love the Afghan people. We should have them all come here. All 23 million Afghanis, Lindsey Graham would like to have come in here because his big donors, the Koch brothers and stuff, need cheap labor to clean their windows and mow their lawn and change their kids' diapers. Amen. And pack, pack things in a bag in a factory. Correct. That's what they want. Meanwhile, when somebody on the left speaks their mind, do you even know who Nicki Minaj is? I do, yes. Did you know before this week? Um, Yeah. Okay. So she's a very famous rapper. This young lady who I never knew, I heard of her, but I never knew who she was. She has 22 million Twitter followers, 60 million Facebook followers, and 157 million Instagram followers. (laughs) So she posted something about her cousin's friend got the vaccine and his testicles swelled up and he became sterile and his wedding got called off, right? Whether it's true or not. But she also said, do your research before you get the vax. And if you have to go something like to the Met Gala, you know, which where rich people play dress up and give each other Mm. awards and shit. Sandy, she was attacked I can from the left. Yeah. Okay, even Fauci attacked her. And Joy Reid, who grew up in Denver, Colorado, and went to Harvard, she, in a street hood black accent, come on, girl, you know better than that. You shouldn't be doing stuff like that. You got a big, like that. Holy shit, Nicki Minaj attacked her. Good. Told her to stay in her lane and shut her mouth everybody started to attack her so of course what did twitter do they locked Nicki minaj's account oh man okay so when joy reed posted this uh nikki minaj tweeted to her that uh joy reed was so thirsty to own another black woman Nicki minaj lays waste to joyce reed she basically said you'll do anything uh for the guys on both sides of you for your two minutes of fame and fortune and she hasn't been backing down Okay. Good. And, and she's basically saying that I didn't tell people don't get the vaccine. Right. So, and then she said the other thing here, here's what she wrote. So she quoted Tucker Carlson ran a piece about her having the chutzpah to stand up to the left. So she retweeted that clip. So right away, people says he's a white nationalist. He's a white supremacist, right? <laughs> and, and, and this was her response. <laughs> Sandy, you couldn't sum this up better. She says, right. I can't speak to agree with even look at someone from a political particular political party people aren't human anymore 
if you're black and a Democrat tells you to shove marbles up your ass, you simply have to do it. If another party tells you to look out for that bus, you have to stand there and get hit. Wow. Holy shit. Wow. She's my fave. I started following her. Wow. Okay. All right. And somebody wrote, Menage with an accurate cultural analysis on how partisan politics have destroyed critical thought in America. Amen. You are unexpectedly glorious, somebody else wrote. Okay. Yeah, that's fantastic. And everybody's talking about, wow, you're breaking from the group thing. You are in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Sandy, you're going to appreciate this tweet. Some some African American to vote. This is seriously Mark Twain level <laughs> shit right here. <laughs> I, that's exactly who I was thinking about. All right. That is. I knew you were going to love that. Okay. Oh, that's great. And <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. It's so so she she's gonna. I hope she has a lot of dough because she's never gonna get a job again. Oh no, she'll never get another. She'll never get another record deal ever. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's just amazing. You can't break with it. I mean, the, the problem is, is that you know, there's. You need to realize there are, there is so much power, and so much money, uh, at stake right now on on, on and and personal, uh, personal interests. At stake right now, and personal interest from some very high-ranking people um, that uh, are at stake right now, and you cannot break that um, that, that stereotype. We, you know, we talked about this off air, right? I mean, they're, they're basically we're handling this thing the whole wrong way. I, I can't get into it really right now, but we're handling it the wrong way. We should be looking more for um, an, another route. Uh, to dealing with this pandemic, which would make a lot more sense than what we're dealing with right now. We've got all our eggs in one basket, and that's not true science anymore. When you start backing just one side of things, and the if I hear one more time the phrase, the science is settled, I want to, what, what do you say, bitch uh, slap that individual? Bitch, bitch slap them or yeah. sissy slap them. Yeah. You know, so Minaj wrote, uh, they want you to get vaccinated to go to the Met Gala. If you... Uh, if I get vaccinated, it won't be to go to a gala. I'll be once I feel I've done enough research. I'm working on that now. In the meantime, my loves, be safe. Wear the mask with two strings that grips your head and face, not the loose one. I mean, she's a voice of reason. Yeah, but you can't be uh, because, again, you go against the, you know, you go against the narrative, which is, is not good. Really? This is all about control. Exactly, exactly, exactly. I wish so. I could say what I want to say, but I can't. Uh, uh, unfortunately, yes. And, 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 this is, and here is the problem, right? Because true scientists are afraid to speak out uh, because they will have everything that they've ever worked for in their entire career stripped from them. Uh, you know, so uh, you speak in the speakeasy with one another, the scientific speakeasy. Yeah. Uh, so you cannot. Uh, yeah. You know, in the role playing dress up, they went to the Met Gala and your girlfriend, AOC, wore a designer gown that said tax the rich. She went to a thirty five thousand dollar a person gala wearing a, a dress that said tax the rich. It's 
so bizarre. And and the uh, and the and the sheeple will just parade behind her and support her. Look at look at California. You can't even ask for it. They deserve everything they get. They so, absolutely deserve it. So Dave Portnoy, who uh, is the president of Barstool Sports, who has a huge following, he wrote, Tax the rich, but first I'm going to go have the time of my life partying with them all at the most extravagant, over-the-top party of the re- year that is essentially a celebration of richness. Yep. Okay, and if Twitter uh, locked uh, that tweet and said it, it contained uh, false information. Oh, did, did it? Yeah, yeah, What part yeah, of that yeah, was yeah, false? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, and then they removed the tweet, obviously, because they don't want people to see that. Oh, yeah. But the good thing you want to see is just like uh, Obama's party, just like this, just, just like that, um, um, I got to tell you that um, what happens is you'll notice in all the pictures the servants are all wearing masks, mm-hmm. and the first tier are not. Yep, that's okay? right. And uh, that's a big, big problem. Yes, uh, all the little and, brown people running around with masks on. Yes, everybody has masks on in the photos. Yeah. Uh, the designers and everybody kneeling down, fixing their gowns, taking their pictures, serving them their canapes or whatever the <laughs> hell it is, maybe. Right? And, <laughs> right? So that's exactly that's what's happening. It's so true. Yeah. And uh, so all these bitches are uh, being served because. You know, first tier, second tier, third tier. And most of you do not know this, and uh, most of you don't understand it. But uh, I think our, I think our, our listeners are long term yeah, listeners. The non, yeah, the non listeners don't. So yeah. you have to spread this out to your friends and you family. You sure right? do, yeah. So, but basically, AOC uh, called herself a uh, middle class person that got invited to the Met Gala uh, uh, because uh. she somebody donated the $35 thousand dollar ticket which means somebody got some political influence yep. from her by giving her her free ticket right right, right. and by the way someone should tell her one hundred eighty five thousand dollars a year as a member of congress with travel expenses and platinum medical care and their own pension plan is not middle class right <laughs> She might have been a middle class when she was a bartender. Yeah, but she's not middle class yeah. now. No, no, no. With a, with with lifetime medical care that they never have to worry about. It's not you do not have access to the levels of care that they have access to for the rest of their life. But we pay for it. More division, okay, and and more. I can't believe this. I'm quoting again, Bill Maher. Again, I don't watch a show, but I get these clips right. Mar, liberal media must take responsibility for scaring people about COVID. People in blue states are afraid to go out. Yep. I just watched a video. There was a woman in a Target shopping, and this potato, this like 40-year-old unwashed (laughs) hippie with a mask on, with an I've been vaccinated pin on a shirt, was following her around the store, shaming her, telling her she's killing people because he's not, she's not wearing a mask. So the first thing I thought was, why doesn't this ever happen to me? I know. Right? I, I know, and I try. Because you I want really to know why try. if it happened to me? I would have squished him into the baby seat of the carriage. 
and I would have put his thumb in his mouth, and I would have pushed him around the entire target. Allegedly, like that. you would have. With his underwear outside this. his pants, like a right. diaper. <laughs> you would have thought about this. So this, you would have thought about doing these things. Yeah, this forty-year-old goofball <laughs> is harassing a soccer mom. Other women, black, white, etc., circled around her to protect her from this guy. Oh, My oh. wife is an infectious disease doctor. You're killing people. So the uh, women are like, are you even shopping here? No, I'm walking around to make sure people are wearing masks. He's the mask monitor of Target. Unbelievable. Security came over and got between him and these cabal of women now, and he's still ranting how she's killing people. This is a grown man in his 40s. But again, notice the target he chose. Yeah, right. Like a 30 or 40-something-year-old woman to harass. He would not have picked me. No, no. He would not have picked no, you. No. <laughs> But here's what's happening. You know, Mar looked at a survey on the partisan attitudes towards the virus, all right? Okay, uh, a Democrats, okay, if you got COVID and Democrats thought that this was way higher than Republicans, 40% of Democrats, uh, okay, think, 41% of Democrats think wearing it, not wearing a mask, not getting a vaccination is going to kill you. Only 20% of Republicans did this. The media owns this by scaring the shit out of everybody, okay? Yeah. They're, yeah. they're just, they constantly, constantly scare people into thinking you're going to die. People need to start living their lives. Sandy, what is the depression rate right now in this country? What is the suicide rate? What yeah. is the obesity rate in this yeah. country right. right now? Yeah, exactly right. And the long-term effects of this are going to be felt for a very long time. Thank you, China. Appreciate that. Oh, well, actually, God. look, thank you. It's finally out in the open. Thank you, United States government taxpayers. Who paid for um, who paid for all this? And we figured we'd outsource it to uh, the most the most delicate, dangerous research. We would outsource to the people who can't get um, you know who have such a high degree uh, known for such a high degree of uh, of accuracy and 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 um, and uh, quality in their work. Yes. You know, the, the, the left for four years went crazy that Trump was going to subvert the Constitution, right? They, they impeached him <laughs> yeah. 35 or 40 right. times. At least, Article right. 27, right. we got yeah. to take him from his duties. Now, so we got the chairman of the Joint Seats of Staff that went over Trump and should be court-martialed. The entire left media is making him a champion because he was the voice of reason oh by going against the civilian leader of the free world who was elected yeah and he they has don't understand the ramifications no, of this no they don't they really don't because they don't understand the constitution they don't understand anything that uh, of, of the of the balance of power in the united states they would like it to be like that we the reason we don't have a military in charge of the military is this particular reason you know, this, like it, we, we talked about it so many times, we, we're turning into a banana republic through ignorance. It's just ignorance. It's generation after generation after generation of ignorance. And let me tell you, it, it exists everywhere. It exists even in the medical community. I look at a lot of the young doctors who have been um, browbeaten and, and lied to uh, and... I just shake my head in despair because they, they, they don't even understand what they don't understand.
it's incredible, man. It's in, it's it's really really incredible. When the, when the, 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 the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and and he's going to warn our sworn enemy, the the people who literally conducted World War Three germ warfare against the world. I will for economic let you know gain. if we attack. Yeah, yeah. If that That's is good. true, oh, he that is scary. Oh, it's frightening. Yeah, absolutely frightening. And what's even more frightening is nothing's been done. To, to this day, nothing has been done about this. No inquiries. They haven't sat him down under a lie detector test like you or I would have to go under. And incredible. It's just, it's sad. It's, I, how long do we allow this to go, I'm wondering. I, I just don't. How long do we allow it? How long do we just sit and blindly accept it? It's 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 crazy. And you know, like AOC and the media people, they really don't realize what useful idiots they are because once yeah. we go full socialist or communist or democratic socialism, whatever we're calling it today, mm. they're the first ones that are gonna be killed. Yes, exactly. They're the first ones that are gonna go in tournament camps because they know too much. They know too much and there are um they're the wrong persuasion. <laughs> dummies. Dummies, dummies, dummies. Are you still fighting crime the old-fashioned way? Now cut crime in half the time with a fast, easy money-saving solution. Introducing the Shipbaggerator. This year's all-new crime deterrence marvel from the makers of Gun for Hire Radio. The Shipbaggerator's compact design makes it quicker and easier to use than jail cells, parole boards, lethal injections, or those costly, outdated electric chairs. Just park your Shipbaggerator in the town square, open the lid, and drop the Shipbag in. It's that simple. There's no wrong way to use it. Back and forth, side to side, round and round, Shipbags go in and come out as a mound. Super sharp stainless steel blades that never need sharpening do all the work. Slice ship bags so thin they only have one side. Built strong to last, they slice through even the toughest ship bags. Murderers, rapists, child molesters, no problem. Just set it to high, and the ship baggerator's powerful patented motor will handle them three at a time. No muss, no fuss, no bogging down. Just pop the top. Drop them in and watch as the powerful counter-rotating blades pull any size ship bag through at two feet per second. Amazing. Cleanup is a breeze. Just rinse with a fire hose or run it through the car wash. There's even a pulse setting for serial offenders. Save up the worst and delight the crowds on the 4th of July. Who needs fireworks when you've got the ship baggerator? And it's portable, so you can take it anywhere. But wait, there's more. For a limited time, we'll send you four additional sets of special stainless steel blades that never need sharpening. So now you can chop, slice, dice, and cube. The ship baggerator and four specialty blades, all for the same low, low price. Unbelievable. So don't wait, call and get yours today. The ship baggerator is available only at Gun For Hire Radio. Operators are standing by. Crank it on, crank it up, let's go crank it up, crank it up, it's gone for higher radio. Listen to me. 
Governor uh, Free Stuff. The This is a start. The second largest police union in New Jersey decides not to endorse Governor Murphy. The FOP decided they are not going to endorse him. The PBA will still endorse him anyway. But, yeah, not endorsing um, Jack Gitarelli either. Yeah, so uh, Murphy was a, has a, was a, is a far-left politician who tied law enforcement officers' hands behind their back. Uh, uh, that's why they're not going to endorse him, and they're going to endorse uh, Jack Cittarelli. I thought that was interesting. But let me do some housekeeping stuff first. I just wanted to get that off my chest because I thought it was interesting. I think this is the first time a police union failed to endorse a, uh, a Democratic governor candidate in New Jersey. So I'm going to research that and see if that's true. So Marty uh, has been away for a little bit. He'll be back. Marty's V-Burger, martysvburger.com. Mention Gun for Hire, Gun for Hire Radio, get 20% off. You can also pick his stuff up at Freakin' Vegans in Prospect Park on Freakin' Fridays. Marty, October 5th, 2 to 8 p.m., bring some uh, samplings of your stuff, like your little chicken wings or something. I think uh, people will like that. Uh, your vegan dessert will be good, too. Maybe we can get Sandy to come up and try some of that. Oh, yeah. They're good, good stuff, good stuff. Um, don't forget, you can get Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino on Amazon, or you can get it at the gun store. I'm going to talk about that a little bit more later on. The Evan Knapp and Gun Lawyer Podcast, exposing the truth about the laws designed to strip you of your freedoms. The Quarantine Crawl, quarantinecrawl.com. Support those who support you. Do not forget my book, Crime Proof. Think like a criminal and mole and beat them at their own game. <laughs> Sandy, Al Hayes, who owns a small security company, African-American man, gun for hire, okay, uh, alumni forever. He's uh, purchased about 60 books so far. Wow. And he keeps giving them to friends, family, coworkers. Because cetera, he knows. He knows the information in there is as, as valuable as it gets. Correct. So uh, I want to thank a shout out to my buddy Al Hayes, who's a, been a Gunfire alumni since back in my Belleville days. Mm. Uh, let's see. We all talked about the new ranges open now, all the new ranges, parking, et cetera, et cetera. But talking about my book and John Petrolino's book, I will be at the Friends of the NRA Banquet on September 24th, Friday night at the Hunterton Hills Playhouse in Hampton, New Jersey. Uh, and I'm underwriting a gun or two, and I donated some books and bought some seats, and I will be going to that. You can go to fnra.org, friendsofthenra.org, find the Hunterton Hills uh, dinner, click on it, and buy some tickets. There's going to be some great giveaways and everything. My buddy Irving Louisa stopped in and picked up the books, and they're going to be raffling, you know, uh, everything off, et cetera, et cetera. So come on down and show your support. It'll be a good night. We'll have some, uh, you know, friends and family there and um, drink it up and uh, eat it up, obviously. Uh, I'm tired of Juan keeps giving me dirty looks. I'm nervous now. I am. I'm getting a little nervous. Uh, the, the tip of the spear raffle. Uh, another guy, Anthony Noto, just N-O-T-O, just made some donations. Jim Howard uh, is already telling me what he wants inscribed on the dory after he wins it, <laughs> which I think is great. Thank you for your support, everybody, for your support. It's going to be a lot of fun, okay? It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. We'll see what happens with it. Uh, let's see what else I want to talk about. About I, the, the treasonous uh, general, you can keep him. Let's talk about gun ownership, everybody. Let's talk. Oh wait, let's talk about some a New Jersey embarrassment. 
The feds, unregistered firearms, fake FBI and DEA badges found in a raid of a Rockland deputy mayor's house. Okay, the deputy mayor of a Rockland County village who's already facing state charges for a trove of unregistered guns found at his home was charged by federal authorities with having a collection of phony badges and ID cards that identify him as working for the FBI, DEA, etc., etc. Brian Downey. All right, this guy is busted with this huge collection, and you got to see it. What does he He had about forty different badges with his pictures on them. FBI, DEA, and all kinds of stuff. That's why, man, ladies and gentlemen, read my book. If you're getting pulled over. You better make sure it's a real person pulling you over. Call 911, get on the phone, and confirm that it's a real person. Okay? So let's talk good news before we get into any kind of learning. This is good news right here. Another fiery year. Survey reveals more than 3 million first-time gun owners the first six months of 2021. Wow. Okay? Three million new gun owners. This came from the NSSF. This is pretty good data here, okay? And, uh, you know, it's a lot of money. It's talking about how all the gun manufacturers like Ruger have spent millions of dollars in new machinery, ramping up uh, to buy guns. And uh, how the numbers work out for the first six months breakdown, uh, 33% uh, of all gun purchases were new buyers. 44% uh, of first-time buyers were under 40 and 22% of customers purchased the second firearm since their initial uh, purchase. But remember now, 3 million of those out of those numbers, there was, the numbers were much larger, but it's 3 million were new gun owners. So let's see some more breakdown in demographics. Over 90% of retailers reported an increase of African-American men purchasing guns. Nice. 80% of retailers reported an increase of African-American women purchasing guns. Great. Eighty-four percent of retailers reported an increase in Hispanic American men. Eighty-seven reported an increase in Hispanic American women. Wow. Seventy-six percent of retailers Asian American men. Eighty-two percent of the retailers reported an increase of Asian American women. This is huge. Yes. Each one, reach one, big tent, whatever else you want to talk about. It is unbelievable. So another survey was done. Ammo Lamp posted this, and this is from Larry Keene, who's one of the vice presidents for the National Shooting Sports Foundation. Attitudes shift towards gun rights as gun ownership grows, right? We know that the attitude is shifting, but listen to this on the survey. Nearly, this is from the Wall Street Journal, by the way, nearly half of all new gun buyers are female. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> so wow. uh, that's okay. great. Yes, close to half of all new U.S. gun buyers since the beginning of 2019 have been women. A shift for a market long dominated by men. This is two years straight now where women are making up 50% or more of the gun purchases. We can't deny this now. I see it in my range every day. You know, when I used to see a woman in her 50s or 60s come into the range with a gun bag shooting, a gun bag shooting it was an anomaly, right? Mm. Now it's multiple, multiple yeah. daily yeah. occurrence. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. All right. And there's more and more organizations that are out there for women. 
and more and more firearms are being manufactured for women and more and more gear and holsters and bags and everything. And the, the days of the pink guns and the Smith and Wesson right. Lady Smith, that's right. over. Right. That's those are gone. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That, that was a is, weird that was a weird transitional period, right? Where the gun manufacturers couldn't figure it out. And yep. who the hell wants a pink gun? Pink guns, purple <clears throat> guns, pink yeah. pioneer protection, pink <clears throat> tinted glasses. Smith & Wesson came out with the Lady Smith. Now, I'm going to tell you something right now. I own a Lady Smith revolver, and I own two Lady Smith semi-autos. And the reason I did it was the, the grip is slightly smaller and the grip angle slightly different. And I've had men, especially smaller frame men, mm -hmm. that yeah. find the gun comfortable. Yeah. I knew a Nork cop that carried a Smith & Wesson Lady Smith as his off-duty gun. Yeah. Because back in the day, guns were made for the He-Man Woman Haters Club. Right, right. And this guy was only like five foot four, And he had a Lady Smith semi-automatic. It was a Smith & Wesson 690-something-something. You know, yeah. this is 30 years ago when, when it just started. But... It's amazing how now, you know, the guns come with three or four different back straps, Sandy. Yeah, right. Right? Right. And then instead of coming out with, uh, you know, the Smith & Wesson Sissy Slide, they come out with the Smith & Wesson Easy Slide. And it's in 380 or 9mm. Now, you're not saying it's for women only. I'm finding many geriatric people. I'm finding people that have a physical disability. And, of course, women are also looking at this gun and saying, wow, I like this. It's easier for me to pull the slide back. Yeah. So I just watched two guys walk in the lobby. They read the sign. They looked in the direction of the arrow. And they walked in the gun store. And then they were told that they have to go to the new range. And they walked out. And they just made the right to walk to the new range. So we're wow. getting closer. Yeah, it's closer. But, yeah. but anyway, so uh, you know, we, we're seeing more and more women. We're seeing easy slides come out like this. We're seeing more and more women's uh, organizations and groups so what happens is that we're, most of these women that are coming is because of the left with the fear-mongering yeah. is they have personal safety concerns. Right, yep. Okay? And this is very important to us. You know, instead of just, you know, for sport or hobby, people are like, wait a minute. Defund the police. The shit could hit the fan. You know, right now the NSSF is approximating there's 430 million firearms in circulation. So I'm going to go out on a limb here and say we have 600 million guns in this country. Yeah. yeah. And the reason I'm going to say that is because we don't know what is out there since pre-1968. Right? right. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So pre-1968, there's, there's a lot of guns out there. All right. There, there's guns with no serial numbers on them. There's there's guns. And that's not that was not illegal, by the way. Right. Yeah. Before the right. Firearms Before the, Control yes. Act in 68, yeah. guns did not have to have serial numbers on them. Many of them didn't. We get old guns all the time that come in that like somebody will buy it from gun broker. And where it says serial number, we have to put N.A., not applicable because it doesn't have serial number. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So so it does happen. So I'm going to say there's 600 million guns out there. You know what's interesting, though, um, are we seeing any increase in membership with the traditional organizations like uh, NRA? And yes, yes. The NRA has been set, even with all the turmoil that's going on, we've been setting records for new membership. And the FPC, which has been very accurate, and Second Amendment Foundation, they have all have seen 
uh, huge gains in membership and inquiry and uh, all of the events and organizations. So, yeah, it's it's really good. And believe it or not, leagues and matches and everything, mm. that's the reason why I built range number three. Yeah. Because the first thing we're going to do is we're going to have the Northern New Jersey Police Revolver League here starting in October. But then we're going to invite the Glock Shooting Sports Foundation. Yeah, we're right. going to invite, you know, we're going to be inviting a lot of organizations in here. Now, can try and step backwards in time, which is great. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, the leagues the leagues used to be a great way for people to get involved in the shooting sports and, and to really, what's going on there is you're really sharpening your skills, um, especially for defensive shooting and that's the moving and shooting and, and, and that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a great, um, <clears throat> it's a great time to be in the firearms industry. Sandy coined the term years ago, each one reach one. You all have to keep that up. Now's a great time to bring people in. Yeah. Get them my book. Yeah. Get them John yeah. Petrolino's book. Yeah. Get them Nappin's book once they get into shooting right. and then scare the shit out of them. Don't give them Nappin's book no. too early. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Okay, because <laughs> anybody who reads Nappin's book before they buy a gun is uh, not going to buy a gun. They're never going to buy a gun, right? Correct. Yeah. So you got you to be careful <laughs> once they see all the shit that we're subjected to. Right. Okay, let me see. Oh, Marty sent me an email. Hope you're feeling no pain. Each year I listen to Sandy's rendition of the morning of 9-11. I feel as though it's the last thing I want to do, but never turn it off. Uh, yeah, it's funny. Dylan, Brian, Janine, friends of mine just listened to it for the first time. Uh, and, you know, it's kind of wrenching. But, you know, we play it in the range here for that whole week and everything. Very and, hard uh, to listen to. Yeah. So... Uh, Sandy, uh, Marty says he was one of the first flights released on the Thursday to return to Farmingdale, Long Island. They were in Tennessee, uh, when he was a pilot and I'll never forget seeing the plume of smoke from a hundred miles out, still streaming yeah. from the site and the smell that still haunts me till this oh, day. Oh yeah, the smell. Uh, so, I... you know, he wrote, uh, so as I list, I, I, so I listen as a pilot who worked for airlines and charter companies and freight carriers and always the thought it could have been me. Mm -hmm. And I listen with tears in my eyes and rage in my heart each year. And I wonder at the cruelty and self-centered nature of some human beings, but allow the thoughts of how good some people are to push uh, that thought aside. Yeah. And he wanted to thank you for memorializing that day. Well done. And then he wrote, as, uh, as a Monty Python uh, used to say, now for something completely different. <laughs> Uh, if I am coming back from the range in New York City that I'm also a member of, going to the range as well, but in the case that I'm, I well, have ammo, so that's totally understandable why the ammo needs to be locked and my gun's locked and a trigger lock in place because, you know, I'm most likely to just sit on the subway and load just, up a few yeah. mags. Right, yeah. Uh, you know, that's normal. Just take my out guns, a few hundred people. <laughs> yeah. My gun still needs to be locked in a separate container with a trigger lock, but if you're bringing a gun to a buyback, a fully functional gun, it says. You can just walk around with it in a plastic bag. I guess so. Okay? That's right. Or a paper bag. And if it rains and the bag breaks, I don't know. But it's interesting that some people can apparently walk around New York City with functioning firearms. But those of us who might be permitted to have to have something, you know, something one step removed from a Brinks truck for our own guns. Marty's always the best. It's it's true though, and you know all these buybacks are illegal. We know that. All right? right, that's right. And uh, he goes. And lastly, I will be vending at GovBall, the huge New York City three-day concert. So I'll be working on the next few weeks. I'll send you a picture so you remember what I look like, <laughs> but you probably won't see much of me. 
Uh, good luck with the soft opening and beyond. It was truly amazing for Carol and I to shoot there and an honor. I am so proud to know you and thankful for what you do for those of us who can't really hold our own tip of the spear for whatever reasons. <laughs> Always rooting for you. And now just a little bit of nachos, not nachos, means pride in Yiddish. So congratulations on this major accomplishment. Love you, man, Marty. Thank you, Marty. We love you back. We need you out there. Uh, good luck with GovBall. If anybody lives in New York and you want to go to that three-day thing, Marty's going to have hit Marty's V-Burgers delectables out there. So get your asses out there. The next thing is from someone we haven't heard from in a little while is Joe Peluso, who drives over the road, a long-distance trucker, okay? He wrote, first of all, thank you for your voice in our struggle. My question is for Dr. Sandy, because he seems like a fart smeller. I mean, smart feller. <laughs> anyway, when they test for COVID, coronavirus, are they testing for just that, the human coronavirus, or are they testing for the elements that isolate the COVID-19, blah, 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 blah? Uh, answer that. Short answer, uh, they're testing for the genetic uh, markers. If they're using a PCR test, which is the most common test being used right now, uh, they're testing for the, ge the actual genetic marker for um, COVID-19, yeah. To delineate, to delineate it from other viruses, coronaviruses that may be flu-like, or even the flu vaccine. Uh, a lot of people may have just recently heard that they stopped using the FDA, stopped um, the, C the CDC. I'm sorry, uh, stopped um, using the, um, the the standard, the, the original PCR test, uh, in favor of another one, which is uh, kind of multiphasic. And that's just, it doesn't mean that the old test was bad. It means that right now they're, they're uh, looking for uh, both uh, COVID-19 and flu. We, we can't discount flu, especially in flu seasons, because flu is a killer. The same, you know, it's the same sort of thing as a coronavirus. Flu is a killer. Every year, about 80,000 people in the United States in a good year and a bad year. Uh, die of uh, flu, and that is with the vaccinated. The, the vaccines just attenuate uh, the number of people who are going to become sick and hospitalized and die. Um, and the same thing is going to be expected of the coronavirus vaccines. It doesn't mean that the vaccine that you, uh, unfortunately, uh, the president of the United States came out and said that if you do get vaccinated, uh, you will not uh, get sick and die from coronavirus, from the from COVID-19, which is a not the case, not the case at all. Um, should you be vaccinated? Personally, uh, I think yeah, I think you should. Um, it's especially if you're in a high risk group, especially the elderly, uh, the people who are diabetics, the people with hypertension, the people who are overweight. These are the people who uh, or, or have heart or, or lung uh, disorders or kidney issues. Um, these are the people who really should receive a, uh, at least whatever protection they can. But don't rely completely on the vaccine. Um, no. You know, you, you need to. Uh, there's some good information out there. Uh, I would I would refer anybody who's really interested in how the vaccines work. Um, the Fred Hutch organization does pretty good. Um at, at explaining stuff like that. And you can go to fredhutch.org. 
um, that is a, you know, the, it is a, an organization that deals with specific, specifics on vaccinology and research and that, that sort of thing. Uh, University of Nebraska, NebraskaMed.com um, is an, another good resource also for, you know, a trusted resource that you can go to. Johns Hopkins is another one. Uh, but Nebraska Med is kind of near and dear to my heart. They, they deal with a lot of emerging um, you know, emerging diseases. Uh, that's we we saw a lot about their existence when, um, if you remember, when Ebola hit the United States. But um, yeah, definitely, you know, and there are different types of tests also. Um, the, uh, the the home tests are good to have um, if you want. Uh, geez, I shouldn't even say this because there's been a shortage of them pretty much everywhere, but. Uh, you know, CVS will have them. Um, I bought two at CVS. I haven't even used them. I just yeah, bought them. Just to keep have. them. Just to they're have. like thirty bucks each or something. Yep, yep. And actually, if you go to Walmart.com, they're about fourteen bucks. Oh. If you can find them. Yeah, thanks. You know, if you can find them, but you're going to have to do the test. Uh, it's usually a two pack of the test. You have to do one. There's there's one or two of them out there now that uh, just require one test. Uh, they are all under emergency use authorization right now, but they all have been pretty much tested against PCRs and uh, are, are proving relatively um, effective for what they are. Those are good because, and you know, it's something that I, I personally was pushing a, a lot of colleagues to use because that is a test that will determine if you if you are inf ha have the ability to infect um, someone. You, you know, a PCR test is. Eh, I don't want to get too heavily involved in the weeds here, but it is, it is really, really a, a test that is um, um, very, very sensitive and um, can result in, um, you know, kind of, I'm not going to say false positives, but it can detect things. Uh, it will detect even the most minute shreds of genetic material uh, if it's done with, with enough cycles. Um, so a lot of people, you know, uh, if you are, if you're infective, it's a very expensive test too. uh, where the, you know, like Anthony said, what, what did you pay? 30 bucks? Um, I think it was like $32 a test. I bought two. We don't need them. I just bought them. Just have, have. If, yeah, if I need absolutely. them or a family member, if I, yeah. if I, I don't know if I have ragweed or the right. flu, right. but I could just do the test. Exactly right. And you want to, the key to this whole thing, folks, is trying to get treated as early as possible. Um, and, you know, there's still a lot of, um, a lot of controversy about what the treatments should be, which in my personal opinion, we should be spending a lot more time investigating uh, i'll leave it at that but um yeah you really need to know uh there's another organization too uh, i'm gonna point the docs here to uh, an organization called um uh, it's the flccc.org um there's information on there for lay people too um if you want to learn about the frontline guys who are uh, trying to develop protocols for treatment and prevention uh, it is the Frontline COVID-19 Critical Care Alliance, and it's headed by uh, probably one of the most respected critical care docs in the, uh, in, in the world, really. Uh, so it, it is flccc.org. Oh, I'm sorry. It is not .org. It is .net. .net. F -L -C -C .net. 
So now for something completely different. Yes. Uh, I'm not plugging my book today. I've been we've been selling a lot of Petrolino's books. And I want to talk about it. So John's book is Decoding Firearms, an easy to read guide to general gun safety and use. And on the back it says Decoding Firearms is an introductory look into gun safety and firearm use. I'm going to go through the chapters. I want to tell you what's in here right now. So you know that you should be buying this for somebody. Chapter 1, Gun Safety Rules. The Always Rules, the Storage and Use Rules. Chapter 2, Firearm Function and Operation. Chapter 3, Loading, Unloading, and Checking. Chapter 4, Firearm Malfunctions. Ammonium Malfunctions, Firearm Stoppages, Tap Rack Assess. Chapter 5, Common Range Commands. Range Commands, Range Safety Briefing. Chapter 6, Shooting Fundamentals. Eye Dominance, Fundamentals of Shooting. Fundamentals of Handgun Shooting. Fundamentals of Rifle Shooting, Shotgun Shooting. Practice the fundamentals. Chapter 7, <clears throat> going to the range and live fire. What to bring, safety review, live fire, sight adjustment, shooting errors. Chapter 8, further uh, review and further opportunities. Second Amendment advocacy. Chapter 9, sanitary measures and considerations. Lead exposure, chemical exposure, protect yourself and family. Chapter 10, closer look at ammunition. Chapter 11, Safety gear, personal protection equipment, hearing protection, eye protection, clothing and apparel, first aid. Chapter 12, firearm storage, gun cases, security cabinets, gun safes, concealment, quick access and nightstands, creative cases, a note on locks. Chapter 13, firearms maintenance, chemical products, disposable products, tools, kits and equipment, <coughs> cleaning of firearms. Chapter 14, Children and Firearms, and then Chapter 15, the Second Amendment. Some of his resources are the Constitution of the United States, now deemed harmful and offensive content. <laughs> uh, suicide Prevention Resource, NRA, Second Amendment, NSSF, Well-Armed Women, <coughs> excuse me, Pink Pistols, Bearing Arms, CAM, Gun for Hire Radio, Riding Shotgun with Charlie, and then shooting organizations, IDPA, USPSA, CMP, ATA, NSSF, NSSA, excuse me, GSSF, NSCA. And then he has examples of range rules, appendix, glossary, et cetera, et cetera, and tons of pictures. This is the book, one book to rule them all, one rule book to bind them, okay? You give somebody this book, 16 bucks, 18 bucks, whatever it costs, I don't even remember anymore. But you give somebody John's book, and they're well on their way. They have everything they need. Absolutely. Somebody's interested in personal defense strategies, then you have crime proof. And then once you see that person is deeply involved in gun ownership, you buy him Knappen's book. So they stop asking you the obligatory, am I going to go to jail questions? <laughs> can I transport? Can I do this? Is this good? Should I buy this? I saw this online. Can I get that online? Can I? Listen, Knappen's book is the shit when it comes to that. So you got three books. You got a black and green book. You got a black and red book. And you got an orange and black book. The common denominator is black on all three. Because we don't want to be accused of being racist. So... Get Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino. For all Only you would come up with that. Yes. It's available <laughs> at the range. It's available on Amazon.com. Crime Proof is available on CrimeProofBook.com or at the range. I will be signing books on the grand uh, reopening October 5th. 
Support those who support you. October 5th from 2 p.m. till 8 p.m. Six hours, ladies and gentlemen. Bring the friends. Bring the family. Bring some people who are on the fence about gun ownership and let's win them over. Sandy, I would love for you and Di to stop by, please, if you can. Maybe we'll tape a show. Who knows? How nice. Well, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a counter media production. The music used in this broadcast is managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, and author of the Crime Proof book, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, which you should be buying for everyone you know who is interested in personal safety and those who are uh, oblivious to personal safety. Uh, it is a great read. And also John Petrolino's book, absolutely for first-time uh, gun buyers, if you know them, each one, reach one, reach out with that because there's a tremendous amount of safety information in there. And especially if they're going to go to the range, the information about range um, etiquette and range calls and all those other things uh, that they need to know are in there. helps all of us be much safer. I want to thank you guys who are donating uh, to help uh, raise money for um, disabled veterans and veterans in need of memory care. Uh, the organization uh, is uh, Ocean, uh, Visiting Healthcare Service of Ocean County, VHS of Ocean County. Uh, you can go to GoFundMe.com and search for VHS Victor Hotel Sierra of Ocean County. Uh, it takes about 100 bucks a day to uh, provide care to these people. We are raising money right now for the fall to winter uh, for these folks. Uh, we, we provided care throughout the summertime, and they are gracious and so happy. Um, I want to thank uh, Jim Howard, who donated uh, $100 this uh, past week, and uh, someone who is like me, uh, does not want their name mentioned. Um, let's go. Let's call them Dr. John. <laughs> and and it all brings up another organization that I really think you should belong to, especially if you are a doctor or a healthcare professional. It is D R G O Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership. You really should be a member. And Love he you lost guys. A lot of weight. And he lost a ton of weight. Yes, he did. He lost a. Uh, as someone said, a whole nother person. Yes. Uh, we love you guys, and we will see you again next week. Bye, bitches. From sea to the shine.